You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the You Up Hit of Pod. It's me, Nikki Glazer. How you doing? I'm sorry I didn't get you a podcast this weekend. It is um, not because I didn't do it. Uh, I actually did record three podcasts. I just, the first one I lost and was like, damn it, didn't record. And then the, then I realized I did record it and it was too late by the time I realized it. It was already Sunday and I was like, fuck. So I didn't get one out Saturday. Sunday I recorded one and then I didn't like it because I just shared too much and I felt uncomfortable about it. And so I just was like, oh, I'm going to re-record it. So then I re-recorded it and then I sent that one yesterday and my producer Noah got back to me and said that the the, the end was chopped off. So we couldn't send that one either. So I just go, well, they're not getting a podcast this weekend. And so sorry I punished you in that way. But um I did a podcast and you missed out on it. It was a good one. Uh, we covered a lot. We a good three podcasts, covered a lot, said a lot. I just also recorded a podcast before this because I keep just saying stuff that is so not funny and not interesting and so weird and wild. And I can't, there's no going back. Once I start, there's no editing this. I don't, Noah, this is an extra job for everyone. So I don't want to send these to Noah and be like, Hey, can you take out that one part where it's kind of, I say some weird things and it's a lull and I'm not very funny. And then can you edit this part? Like, I just got to go. So sometimes I go off on a tangent. Can you imagine it just talking for 15 minutes and having no one to interrupt you and help you out when you have no idea what you're saying anymore or you lose your train of thought? I mean, this is this is my burden. Um, but I, I did a couple things on the last podcast that I want to do on this one again. Because you guys did miss out. I had a dream the other night that I recorded. Where is it? Oh, motherfuck. Oh, wait, here it is. Um, yeah, I've been trying to record my dreams again because they're so funny. And there's a big theme going through all of them. And I wonder what it means. I'm going to look it up. But this is, I just, let's, you got to record your dreams, you guys. It's so funny. I don't, I just, I love listening back to it. Maybe this is as entertaining for you as it is for me, but I love it. Here's, here's my dream from Saturday morning. It was the Super Bowl, and... It was the Super Bowl. It was some kind of event, and I had to dance with Miley Cyrus. I had to dance with Miley Cyrus. Who else was there? Who else was there? I know she was there, and we had these wild outfits. Wild outfits. And we went to the fitting, and they taught us the dance, but it just wasn't enough time for me to learn it. And so then I went to a fitting. I, got to the I, have, event. I have to go to fittings in my dreams. And it was like the Super Bowl for sure. It was definitely the Super Bowl, Nike. And I was really scared of a terrorist attack happening. Yes, there's a common theme in my dreams. And then it turned into like a like a Grammys type show. And you never know that that happens. It's the Super Bowl, audience. and then suddenly it's not the Super Bowl. It's and the Grammys. We had to dance. We had to dance. And I said, I'm not doing it. Oh, I put I'm my sorry. foot down. I'm not doing it. I know I have the costume on, but I'm not, I know I have the costume on, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the dance. So then they tried to make me, like, just a different, like, they gave me a different role. Where oh, that's I don't a good dance. idea. Oh, where like, you don't no, dance. Okay, cool. stupid, so I'm not doing it. Oh, so I put my foot down. I'm not doing it. And then... I don't remember. I, I ran into... Howard Stern was there. Oh, yeah. He was there. And I knew that he would understand... Howard you know, understands. Yeah. So I like went up to him and was like, Howard, can I ask you a question? And he was just like, no. And I was like, fair oh, enough. Yeah. And I left him alone. 
Yeah, Howard Stern rejected me in my own dream. I remember that. I just went up and was like, hey, can I get some advice about this? And he was just like, no. And I just was like, I wasn't even hurt. I was like very impressed that he put his foot down and had a good boundary. I'm probably how if someone were to analyze that, they'd be like, you're Howard Stern in your dream. Um, You know, and then last night I had another dream that there was going to be. I'm always like at an event where I'm very high up and I'm so scared that something like it's going to a plane is going to hit below me. Last night there was a new comedy club that opened up and it was I had to like be hoisted up this tower and I was scared that the plane would hit beneath me. So what is it if you terrorist attack in dream? Let's see what this means. That'd be hilarious if, um, ooh, the seven most common dreams and what they really mean. So that's, maybe mine's a very common dream. Let's see. I know, um, I know that your teeth being chased. Okay, that's the most common dream. Oh, that's the one where you're paralyzed. That's so fucked up. Being chased by an animal indicates there's an instinctive impulse that you are finding hard to contain in waking life. Okay. Um, Although they seem scary, your pursuers are actually bringing your attention to unrealized powers and talents in your pursuit or fulfillment. Okay. Um, Number two, most common dream. House being on fire or flooded. I don't have that dream ever. Do you guys have that dream? Your house being on fire, which is one of my biggest fears, to be honest, is like to have my house on fire. I think about it a lot. Not a lot, but like I'm definitely aware of fire situations and how I would escape in any. That's so weird. So no, I don't dream of floods or fires. Drowning. Yeah, there's sometimes I dream of that where it's like I accept that I'm about to die, but usually it isn't drowning. But I understand as you sink down into water, it indicates that you are immersing yourself in your feelings. Oh, whatever. See, some of this I just can't believe. Uh, Partner cheating. If you dream of that, this has nothing to do with your partner possibly being unfaithful in waking life. I love that they have to write that. Because people tend to like really think it's a sign that they're being cheated on. Dreaming that your partner is being unfaithful is usually triggered when you begin to lose faith in your own sexiness and attractiveness. Okay. So you dream of cheating when you're feeling like you should be cheated on. Um, That's interesting. Terrorist attack. Okay. This is a particularly prevalent and high-pressure working situations that require immediate responses to unexpected developments. A dream of a terrorist attack suggests that you have become involved with a group of people in waking life that seem to be making sudden and unreasonable demands on your time and resources. (laughs) Hit the nail on the head. Hit the building with the plane. Although you feel a loyalty towards this group, you also feel they often force you into doing things that you would rather not do. The fundamental elements of terrorist attacks are surprise and shock. And in your waking life, you can often be surprised and shocked by the demands being placed on you. Wow. This may cause you to feel that you are being held hostage. It's so weird. I can't believe that terrorist attacks are like a normal fear. Finding out you're pregnant. I think that's a very common one. Number seven, missing or showing up late to an important event. I mean, God, that's the one we all have, right? Where you're late to the last day of school and it's finals. That one's crazy. I love that there are like such specific dreams that everyone has. Like people, my mom, my mom didn't go to college. My mom barely went to high school and she has dreams where she is. It's the last day of school. She has a test and she can't find the classroom, even though she's been going to, she's been enrolled in the class all semester. And I bet there are so many of you being like, me too. What is that dream? I know I could look it up, but I don't want to. 
dreams are so boring. I'm so sorry. I just wasted so many minutes of your time talking about my dreams, but they are good to look at. And that is why you should record them. And it's so funny. You guys got back to me about um, the weirdness that I talked about on, I guess it was Friday's episode about um, my parents had someone over and they wanted me to say hi to them. They're on the front porch, social distancing. And I just didn't fucking want to. I just don't like to see people and talk to people. And um, and I got a, a lot of people reached out to me being like, I have the weirdness too. I don't like talking to people either. And I've always gotten shit for it. And it's like felt so good to hear that from you because I truly feel like what's wrong with me? Like my dad like can't understand it. Why I don't like to talk to people and like see people. And he's like, this is what you do for a living. And it's like, yeah, that's it. And one of you wrote to me and said like, you were waiting for me to have some um, mystical reason why and like offer some like maybe kind of analysis of it. And I can't offer you analysis of it. It's because the reason you feel, or at least I, I broke this apart with my therapist. So you're getting free therapy right now, okay? The reason I feel like I don't ever want to talk to people is because I feel like I have to give them a better version of myself. That the per- person I am walking through the kitchen, getting a glass of water is not the person that my parents friend is going to want to is is going to be happy with. It's not the version that my parents are going to be happy with if if I show this to th- them. It's not enough. I don't feel enough. Therefore, when I meet new people, no matter who it is, I have to I have to kind of fake it. I have to my voice kind of changes, my posture gets better. I have to try to be something else. And it's not that that's that's exhausting in and of itself. So it's but it's not the avoiding the the exhaustion of being fake. That's not it. It's when you're fake, you abandon yourself. And that's what is so uncomfortable and is not a good feeling is when you have to be something other than yourself, which I mean, I'm sure you guys could have gotten there yourselves, but I spent $200 on that analysis. So no, I love my therapist. Totally worth $200 an hour. I've paid so much more for therapy in my life. Um, really grateful for that bitch. Um, yeah, there was that. I got a lot of feedback on that. That was really nice. Um, last night I posted a tweet that got um, on something on Instagram that got a lot, like probably one of my most viewed things and reacted to things that I've posted in a while. I said, uh, confused by posts of my friends hanging with their nieces and nephews and other people who they clearly aren't living with. I want to see my family and friends so badly too, but I don't do it because I don't want your old ass mom to die. Um, okay, so this was inspired by seeing people tweet and post videos of like them hanging out with their friends and people I know that they're not living with. Like, what the fuck? And I got into a lot of debates about this with people on my DMs and everything and, and in the comments of that. I just don't understand why everyone's being so lax about it now. It's like, aren't we all not working and not going to the grocery store? And isn't the economy tanking because we're all supposed to stay at home? So what's the point of all that if you go and hang out with your friends? What is the point of all the social distance? Our whole lives right now are put on hold. What's the point of doing that? What are we doing this for? I'm honestly asking. Because if, if you guys aren't scared of getting it and giving it, then why should I be? I want to get back to work too. So let's all collectively agree to just get back out there and make our moms perish. I mean, and I watched this whole thing on Bill Maher about how eventually like there's two solutions pretty much. There, a doctor was talking to Bill Maher. Either everyone gets it or either we isolate old people 
and keep them away from everyone else and everyone else gets it and we just like get herd immunity and wait for a vaccine for the really old people and keep them in isolation or we just stay inside forever until there's a vaccine. Like there isn't, there's not a gray area so stop acting like there is. I really get frustrated with seeing people. I, I get, I want to go hang out with my, I have a friend a couple states over that was going to come hang out with me and we were going to do mushrooms. It was going to be so fun. I can't do it. I just, I could, we keep six feet distance. We wear masks. If we had to be in the same room, we wash our hands. But like if my mom got COVID somehow, probably from the grocery store or like somewhere, if my mom dies of this, I would blame myself forever because I had to go do mushrooms with my friends. That's why I'm not doing it. And people go, well, I've been in quarantine for 20 days and he's been in quarantine for two weeks. And so we're fine. And it's like, I get that, but you're still going to the grocery store. You're still getting deliveries. You're still going to the fucking mailbox. I don't know. You're touching things that could be, have it on it. And I know that this, that most of us aren't going to die from this. I know it's crazy. I'm just saying we either need to collectively agree that we open up everything or we close everything. Cause there's no point in doing a gray area. It just, I just don't, I don't know what to do, but I am frustrated by people who are pretending to care about the quarantine and like posting stay at home shit and they're hanging out with their friends. I just don't get it. I'm not hanging out with my friends. I'm doing this podcast every day. That's all I'm doing. Like, these are my friends. I don't get to see people and neither should you unless you just want to say fuck it. But if you're one of these people that's acting like you're staying inside and then you're going out, shut, stop it. Be more discreet with your posts. I know your nephew is cute. But don't post that you're hanging out with them because now you look like a hypocrite. You'll be damn sure I'm if I, if I break the rules, I'm never going to talk about it because I don't want you to know. So you'll never even know if I break the rules, but I'm not going to because I don't want it to know deep in my heart that I could have caused harm until people say it's OK, you know, and I had a lot of smart people writing to me being like, Nikki, you know, this is like we don't do this during the flu season and this is the hearing the flu thing again. Well, then tell me what to do. We all need to get on the same page is what I'm saying. I don't like this, like, stay at home yet, oh, unless you don't want to. It's like, what? No. So that was fun to get into that. And my mom did not appreciate that I said, oh, the end of the tweet says, I don't do it because I don't want your old ass mom to die. And my mom was like, why did you have to say that? That feels like threat. That feels mean to me. And I was like, it is mean, but it's funny. That I was trying to be funny. You know, I was trying to get a point across while also being funny. I don't mean to say that you're, but old people are the ones that are dying. And it's funny to say old ass mom. And I don't know why I didn't say old ass dad. You know, it's not as funny. Your old ass mom is funnier. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, a lot of people got upset about that. What are you going to do? I was also DMing with some fucking dude last night too. I don't even give a fuck anymore. This guy wrote me and goes, um, you, he wrote, you, yo, you single? Because I'm trying to date. We'll send full resume, pics, and do any interviewing required. Let me know. Joking for sure, but low-key 100% serious. I mean, not the worst, DM. Truly not the worst. Not even close to the worst. Honestly, like, nothing about it that I'd really hate or makes me just disgusted. And then, um, and he wrote that weeks ago, or a week ago. And then he wrote, yo, you gotta hit me up. HMU at least let me practice my DM game and flatter you in the process and then he wrote yeet what does yeet mean hold on let me look this up what does yeet mean it fills right in for google knows I'm 36 so yeet is a word that means to throw and it can be used as an exclamation while throwing something yeet okay 
So um, I've never, if I had, a, I mean, I've heard Yeet before. I'm not like a total idiot, but I truly would never have thought that was, that was the, um, it is also used in a nonsense word, usually to add humor to an action. Okay, there we go. So it's, it's a nonsense word, usually to add humor. So Yeet. I said, okay, let's see what you've got. He said, hell yeah, then, LOL. How is your professionally hilarious and dropped gorgeous self doing today? Good time so far? Um, I said, good day, a lot like the others. How about you? I'm just like so not even into it. Then he's like, paragraph, paragraph, paragraph. I'm like, thank you. Paragraph, paragraph, paragraph. I go, what's your story? Paragraph, 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 paragraph. I go, have you hooked up yet since quarantine? Are people hooking up still on the apps? Oh, because he told me he was on the apps. He said, yes, a few times a week, uh, a good, a good few times, LOL. The first few weeks stuff on Tinder was actually much easier, uh, cause all these bored girls downloading d- dating apps. So more matches and there's nothing to do and can't be like, Hey, want to go get dinner or go out drinking or a real date? Cause everything is closed. So, so have been like, want to just come hang out at my place, which clearly is going to lead to sex quickly, LOL. But the last few weeks things have slowed down. And more and more chicks are like not trying to hang out as of now. People deaf still hooking up though, T-H-O. Um, yeah, people is still hooking up. And it bothers me um, because I'm not. And I could. I could be having sex right now. Not right now, but like today, tonight. I could. I think. I mean, my ex-boyfriend moved back to town. And I feel like if, if we could both, you know, convince ourselves it would be okay to do but I'm not going to do it. I'm not fucking right now because I want my parents to live. And I've never been able to say that before in my life. But if you want to save a life, stop fucking. I just don't, people are hooking up. Chelsea Peretti had a, um, t- a tweet the other day that was like, her single friends sure put the D in social distancing. And I'm like, I wanted to retweet it and be like, yeah, what the fuck is, are people hooking up? Because I, I'm not. I'm actively put my sex life on pause. Um, like, I don't, it's kind of nice. I'm not even thinking about dudes right now. It feels really good. That's why it's kind of hard to pick out a Taylor Swift song to sing and, like, really sing because most of most songs I that I really emotionally gravitate towards are about boys, and I try to think about boys. And right now I'm not thinking about any fucking boys. Um, I'm really just into Summer House. That's kind of my interest right now. I love that show so much. My friend Hannah is on it. I finally broke down and watched it. I've known her for a while now. And she's like, just watch Summer House. It's good. You'll like it. And she's on it. And I met her as like a comedian podcasting person. And she's so good on the show. I'm watching Summer House season four. You can jump in season four. You guys, it's so good. Binge like nine episodes and get to, there's two more left for the season and it's on Wednesday night and we can all watch together on Wednesday. I'm serious. Start tonight, Summer House, Bravo. It's on your DVR or it's on your on demand if you have cable um, season four. It's such a ridiculous show, but it's, it really makes me feel like I'm doing fun it like I was thinking I've watched so much of it I was thinking like I have a summer house and that these are my friends I it's really weird I don't know what's going on but that's where I'm at that's where I'm at today it's really good to catch up with you guys um my dms are open thanks for sending compliments and suggestions for the show any loose ends you want me to tie up please let me know I appreciate you guys for listening I appreciate you guys waiting all weekend for a new one I'm gonna keep giving them to you daily uh you know I will and um have a safe and and good day and be good to yourselves and be nice to yourselves oh that's what I wanted to say okay so I'm reading this new book called um radical acceptance I really recommend it really really recommend it 
um, taking my time through it. It's very Buddhist and it's just great. And this woman like tells her story throughout it. It's called Radical Acceptance. Someone recommended it to me who listens to the podcast. So thank you for that recommendation to whoever did that. But it's so good. But it's, it, uh, yeah, it's by Tara Brand, Brack, B-R-A-C-H, Ph-D. Um, and it's just like, it's helped me so much. It was talking about how like the best way to live is not to have, and someone else sent me an article last week saying like, Nikki, it's not about self-esteem. It's about acceptance. It's not about like liking yourself. It's about accepting yourself. And I love that because I don't want to like, you don't like everything. You can't like everything, but you can accept everything and acceptance is so much easier. So what radical acceptance is about is, is about accepting yourself. Like the thing you hate about yourself being like, okay, so here's something I hate about myself. I'm procrastinate. I still haven't written this book. I have two essays due on Thursday. I have not even written one, not even one word of it. Okay, that sucks. And I'm holding that in my left hand and I'm like, fuck. I'm just looking at this like thing I haven't done. I'm just going to accept that that's the way I am. I'm bad at writing a book. I'm Right now, it's a struggle for me to write a book. Okay, I've accepted it. Do I like it? No, I do not like it about myself. But I'm just like, I didn't mean, I'm not trying to be that way. I'm not a bad person because I'm that way. That's just, it's a struggle for me. And then the other side of it because it's a two-winged bird acceptance and then the other side is compassion and um nurturing and understanding so being like like oh it's you know that's a bummer that it's it's hard for you to write a book it's a bummer that it's a struggle for you to look inside yourself and try to figure out what you want to tell people on the on the page and how that's that's really a struggle for you like that's that's okay. That's not only is it okay, it's it's not great and it's not something to like about yourself, but it's okay. And if if my child came to me and was like, mom, I have this homework assignment and I don't want to do it. I wouldn't say you're bad because you don't want to do it. I'd say like, yeah, that sucks. I wouldn't want to do that either. That sucks that you like are feeling bad about not doing it. Have a fucking cookie, not a cookie, but just like, so it's acceptance and also being compassionate to yourself. So I hope that you got anything from that because I don't think I whittled it down to what it means to me. But for some reason, I just keep thinking about I need to be a bird and have both wings because a bird can't fly without both wings. You need the acceptance and the compassion. Try it out today. See what you see what you feel. But seriously, read that book. And just like all these books I recommend, I'm only reading about an eighth of it and then I'm going to give up and, and go to a different one. So send me the next book I should read an eighth of because I'm open. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you here tomorrow on the podcast. Squirt, squirt, uh, acceptance. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Ow.